Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Between two pies, back of the Packers Winderlick. Quick handball to Hocking. Back to Lovett Murray. He goes short. It's a mark to The leaders in AFL Supercoach are incoming. Helping you win your leagues and climb up the rankings. You're now listening to the Insight AFL Show with your hosts, Big Horse, Skitty, and Herbie. Hello and welcome to the Insight AFL Show. I am your host, the Supercoach Big Horse, and I'm here with Filthy IFS to talk to you about the last couple of days worth of practice matches, Skiddy, that mm. will affect both positively and negatively your Supercoach teams this year. How are you, brother? I'm fantastic, brother. Good to see your beautiful face. Uh, yes, we are. We've had uh, a lot of good... Some good games, some shocking games, uh, some games that tell us a fair amount what we can expect from Supercoach and some that give us absolute sweet fuck all. So, but yeah. either way, we're going to try and give as much insight as we can and as much of our thoughts as we can to everyone here. Big hello yeah. to the chat as well. So can't wait to get stuck in today. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's pretty important for people to know that, yes, it is pre-season, but not to look too far into what's going on just yet. Mm -hmm. We know teams who, like St Kilda, who you're going to bring up later, they did bring out their best 23. But when you've got yep. sides that are bringing out 30 and 35 players, they're just playing players in position to get a gauge as to what they can and can't do. So this is our job to filter through the bullshit and to see what's legit and what's not for your sides this year. So mm -hmm. without any further ado, if you haven't yet, please like and subscribe to the podcast down below here, or even better yet, jump in our Discord. Insight Unlimited is live and for less than 50 cents a week. And yes, you know it, a Zinger box mm -hmm. upsize with an extra burger. You'll get access to everything we do. Our insights, our trades, our captains, exclusive question and answer content every round of the Supercoach season and a few other cool perks. Mm -hmm. Entry to our Discord, of course, is free. 
if you wanted to get involved and chat with the Insight community in there as well, it's not just AFL, but there's NBL, there's NBA, there's NRL, there's heaps of sports going on in there. Our $25, and $100 cash leagues are now up and running but are quickly filling. So if you're interested in taking part, please comment below and we'll send you through the details. Mm-hmm. Before we start, as well as uh, you and I doing some notes and watching some games this week, we'd like to credit Lachlan Rob for his yeah. research and knowledge that he's passed on to us and distributed amongst the community. He's doing God's work there on Twitter. I yeah. encourage you to like and follow Lockie on Twitter as he's a good quality source of information. Now, before we start, our unlimited league is 913351. I repeat, 913351. It doesn't cost you a cent. Fuck all. Zero. Zilch. You mm-hmm. get the top score each week. You win an $80 prize back thanks to the guys at the Standard Squeeze. How good, Skinny? Ooh. Oh, fantastic. And then you get the nice little 4B1s. Yeah, nice 4 and ones You can get the hats. You can get all their great stuff that they do, little squeezy bottles and everything like that. Oh, you got yours. Woohoo! They are They are fantastic. They are helping keep uh, cold drinks cold and hot drinks hot. And that's a big win in my books. So Absolutely. So the same thing. I've got one for coffee and I've got one for my cold drinks that my bourbon and Coke's in at the moment. So I'm going to have to get stuck into it. I need another one. <laughs> Sato, you're listening. Get us on board, mate. But also, Inside Unlimited, we're open. Yeah. So if you yeah. think that you are the best super coach player that there is in Australia or that plays super coach, NRL, AFL, NBL, and BBL. The World mm-hmm. Cup is live, and mm-hmm. for 10 bucks you can enter in. And if you are the highest percentage earner, I guess, over the, all four sports, you win a prize pack, which I believe, believe is now up over $1,000 and a trophy. So ah. if you think that you are the best at all four of those sports, I'll put it up on the screen again, NRL, AFL, NBL, and BBL. If you think you've got what it takes to beat everyone else in Australia, enter $10, and you could win bulk cash, and prizes. Thanks to the guys here at Insight Fantasy Sports and also the guys at the Standard Squeeze. Without further ado, before we kick off in on your practice matches, do you want to touch on anything? Um, no, well, you've already so you've already touched on the uh, the Kangaroos uh, beating Collingwood, yes. which basically means Kangaroos are now the red hot favourites to win the flag because they beat last year's flags. And in the great words of Ric Flair, to be the man, you've got to beat the man, and they have. So that's all yeah, I'm saying okay. about that. <laughs> And then uh, you also – was it also the Ds and the Tigs? You covered that as well? I did, yes, yep. in the so previous you, podcast, yep. So if you guys want uh, any information on those games, go back to the previous uh, video. Horse has covered all that. He's done fantastic. Also, too, Mickey Dell, did you hear about uh, the new uh, value meal that you get at Macca's? Tell me. Talk to oh, it's about it's uh it's sponsored by the Melbourne Demons. Uh, you get no burger, no fries, just uh coke and ice. It's a good value meal. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's crack on. And, and who, who's the spokesman for that? Joel Smith. There oh, you go. I think it's Joel Smith, Clary Oliver. They're, they're going well, but they don't have a problem at the club. That's for certain. Not at all. Anyway, <laughs> continue on. Um, let's let's talk. We're just going to touch on GWS in Sydney because. Uh, for those of you that haven't heard much on the Sydney teams this year, I've got someone joining me after this to record another show. Uh, for those of you that know Phil Unfiltered, he's been down to watch GWS and Sydney, both their games and at training, and has got some inside word as to how players are tracking and how they're going on both sides, GWS and Sydney. So you will not want to miss that. But mm-hmm. from this game, Swans, 112 to Giants, 86. I'll let mm-hmm. you 
Mike, talk to me about Goulden. I he didn't play the first half. Oh, I think he came on with probably about five minutes to go or something like that in the second quarter. And um, he really just came in and really made his presence presence known. Um, yep. Just he was just the error we know and love. He was in the center bounces. He was half forward. He was wing. He was just kind of rotating him. Um, so Campbell and Jordan, they kind of did the CBAs at the start. And then when Gordon came in, he kind of took a bit more. Yeah, but then okay. Jordan also moved back to the wing. Campbell then moved to the halfback flank and, yeah, kind of really killed what he did. But, yeah, okay. uh, yeah his he's kicking is just unbelievable. It's just the Gordon we know and love. He's on, he's on point. Yeah. Do you he's see similar similar type of role from last year at Sydney to now? Yeah, yeah, I think so too. And I think it's more inside – uh, more CBAs, more inside on the gut, like on the ball, uh, rather than just purely on that wing. They kind of they brought him in straight away to the CBAs. So, well, I'll, I'll give you the, a bit more of that. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you the hot tip. If he's not stuck on a wing and he's playing CBAs and he's basically able to run at will and follow the footy mm-hmm. everywhere, he could potentially be one of the best scorers in Supercoach this year. So, that's a really good pickup yep. for you. Watch this space on Goulden and their game next so, week. Uh, Braden Campbell, the long and the short, played on a wing. Did he mm. do much? Yeah, so he was actually – he had it uh, on the wing, but then after Goulden came in, he didn't. Um, he went to the halfback, and he wasn't like a running halfback. He was like a lock kind of halfback. Like, okay. he wasn't looking to break away. Um, but I thought he played um, – he played okay when he yep. was on that wing, but then it was, yeah, very apparent in the second half that he was just yeah, kind of right. like, yeah, not much. That doesn't so, really appeal to me if he's playing that lockdown role, though, does it? No, no. It's no. he. He was a like because he played very well in the finals last year. So he yep. was, you know, around the three eighty mark. Um, yep. and he, I was a little bit interested in him, but now I'm kind of now I'm fading. I think, yeah, I think you've got to wait that one out, especially with the likes of Blakey and Lloyd down there. They're the yep. ball users. They're the run and oh. carries. We, we've seen how well Blakey's come on. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's a really watchy yeah. space, but it was heading towards yeah, it was there. definitely Blakey that was doing yeah. the the run and gun. Lloyd was uh, apparent early with like little chip kicks around, but Blakey was yep. just breaking breaking yeah, lines. Okay. But also too, just knowing that the um, CBAs for Sydney um, they had uh, Warner, Goulden, Heaney, Jordan, Parker, McInerney, Rowbottom, and Papley all in centre bounce um, attendances, and um, Justin McInerney actually started the game in the guts. Also, too, Tay Adams didn't play. So that's another yeah, name we've got go. to throw into there as well. So yeah. there's a fuckload going on here. Yeah. Uh, we will get to your comments shortly. We'll just get through this yep. first game here. Uh, Tommy Green, 621K. He's, <sighs> he's going to turn into the super coach pig, isn't he? Uh, oh, I'm one of those ones that I am going to wait and see on him. He's got that really tricky buy. So just mm-hmm. it gives me another week to wait and see. Um, yep. My next team reveal will be coming up next week after the – Second week, I guess we can say, of practice matches, and so will yep. yours. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll keep the viewers uh, up to date with that. James Jordan, mate, yeah, he was good, but not not golden type good. No, do you no, think no. at two hundred and seventy five k that he could make us one hundred and fifty to one hundred and seventy five k and be able to upgrade him? Yes, I do believe that he did have some CBAs, but also he did play on that wing. Um, opposite Gordon when he played on the wing as well. And yep. it didn't look like he very much came off of it either. So I was very impressed with how Jordan played. And, yeah, I reckon he can easily get 100K, 150K. He could be up to 420 roughly. So he's only, And that's the good thing about Jordan. He's only at 275. He's already experienced with um, Grundy as well coming from Melbourne. So 
and he looked like he fit in quite well, and he really took control of the whole Absolutely. wing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I really like it, mate. Um, so it's a, it's a yes for me at the moment. Yep. For for Jordan uh, McInerney, probably not. No, uh, he's he's but the, too inconsistent. Like he's got yeah. a, a ceiling of a hundred that he can score, as he's shown a couple of years ago. But last year was a down year, and yeah, there's yeah. just no consistency there for me. It so, was more or less just to show that he was getting centre bounce attendances. That was yeah. the that was the main thing I noticed about McInerney. He did all right with it, but it's like they're actually willing to throw him in there is kind of thing yeah, where cool. I'm going. What else are they going to do at Sydney? Yeah, uh, Robbie Fox. He did yeah. play or has played across half forward and has a yeah. lot of it in the second quarter, also some in the fourth, played as a contested flyer and then also a pressure forward. Didn't have a shot on goal, but a different role from his backline role last year. What do you reckon? Yeah. Oh, it was it was strange as hell because I hadn't heard anything about it. And next thing I know, I've just he I reckon he got about eight disposals in and about four tackles in the space of probably about five, ten minutes in the forward line. I'm like, is he playing forward? And every single time he kept pushing up forward. So yeah, yeah, I thought it was a bit strange because he's been um, you know, uh, yeah. defending backman for the past what four years or so. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was just a bit of yeah. a, a strange one. So I wanted to bring that up, just say yeah, because yeah, it caught my eye a bit. Good. Good man. Uh, I'll quickly go through the next couple. Warner, yep. uh, Chad Warner, 560K mid, two set shots, two goals with some centre bounce attendances. He is classy and he loves to get his hands on the pill, but that's yep. too high of a price at someone mm-hmm. who's going to be playing forward a lot more than midfield, as the weekend would suggest. But, again, we don't really look into too much that's going on. The next one, please, people, do not get sucked into this man, Heaney. 483k. He's been all over the shop, but he play, he always plays well in the preseason. He sucks people in, and then I see a role for him alongside Logan McDonald up forward. He's not. You've just reeled off a heap of names that could play midfield. Taylor Adams wasn't there. He's going mm-hmm. to play the majority of his football in the midfield. So please, ladies and gentlemen, do not get stung by him. Have you got anything you'd like to add there? Nah, he literally played all over the joint today. He was wing, center bounces, half back, half forward, it, it, yep. like forward pocket. He was everywhere just rotating through, and I had no idea. And, again, he's he's burned us before. So, yeah, not for handy. As good of a player as he is, no. No. Uh, Josh Kelly, solid as always in the midfield with yep. Cogs. Both yep. were doing what they normally do and attended most center bounces with Green. You'd say that that's the three yep. midfielders? Yeah, it, looked, it was those three. Then Angwin came in for a couple of times, oh, yeah. but yeah. it was mainly those three uh, that were pushing it um, the whole game. Yep. Grundy versus Briggs. Grundy was just Ooh. really good. You just you need to have him in the team. Am I right? Oh, absolutely. The only thing I have to say about this, and I noticed this across a lot of the games as well, mm-hmm. the fucking umpires were just giving free kicks in the ruck Left, right, and centre. Like, I reckon it was probably about six or seven to Grundy and probably about five or six to Briggs as well. And I'm like, just let the boys do it. Like, yeah, that's right. You couldn't get – they just kept giving free kicks for it's, nothing. So It's a man's game. That's right. Yeah, I don't understand it. But either way, they both played well. Grundy was taking marks and getting on the ground yeah. like we used to see him do in Collingwood. Oh, it was uh, it was impressive. Yep. Uh, we are – I really like this pick. And Ooh. a lot of people have been – I'm not a lot of people, but some people have messaged me personally and said, let's not talk about him on the air because uh, he's going to be a nice little pod pick that not many people know about. But I'm all for being transparent and honest with the community. So I encourage people to pick this guy. He looks really, really good. He got off to a slow start, but in the second half he came to life, was flying up and down the close side wing and was part of a lot of the Giants' passages of plays. Mm -hmm. 
definitely keep an eye on him. It's a, it's a massive cash grab here. And 100%. in the past, being able to score his six, uh, 70s and 80s, he had a pretty quick run last year with injury, but it looks like he may slot into that side there. Yep, it's it's that um, it's the five tests for me. You know when like they keep doing a shoulder injury and you yep. see him cop a knock, and then they yep. get up and you're like, okay, beautiful. The shoulder didn't just go; it didn't give him any grief whatsoever. Up and about, and I was like, yep, I'm loving this. He kicked a beautiful goal as well, and his run yeah. up and down was just really controlling. I loved it. Yep, uh, two mm-hmm. more. I'll just get yep. quick analysis from you. Quick so we've got a lot of games yep. to get through. Cadman, he did look good. Yeah, he looked fantastic. Four goals as well. Um, look, one of them was a gimme by Hogan, but still, like he was taking clunker marks. It was, uh, it was yep. good. I, I don't. He might make some coin, but I think there's better players to be able to to get it. Yep. And some people in the Supercoach community have been talking about yes. Matty Roberts. Yeah, um, I just don't – he looked okay, but, like, it wasn't enough, I don't think, to be able to keep him in the side when, yep. you know, these other players come back in. I just don't think he's part of their best 22. Absolutely. Uh, and also Taylor Adams and Toby Green did not play. So before we get into the next game, we'll go through a couple of the comments. Global, yep. how you doing, mate? Phil's in the chat. Yes, Bloody great fella. Global, Yes. <laughs> Ian, hi guys. H Reed, Windsor versus Lazaro. Mate, that's a good one. Um, let's wait for this week and see because they're yeah. being played in different roles at the moment. So I'm not going to go too early. The, the jury's out on Harley Reed at the moment, but he's the number one pick oh. for a reason. And I'm and I'm telling you, he will be good. Uh Global, please tell me a little bit about Husweight. Uh, we will a little bit later on, I believe, mate. So stand by for that. Um just quietly skid, skiddy with the truly elite podcast, Mike. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, Deadly, we are going to help you with your super coach side, mate. She'll be yes, right. Uh, look, look at this for Cheek. My yeah. guts. Loves a bloody Mackie Zoe now. <laughs> How did he get fuck sound, Mr. Worldwide? Yeah, I like that. Global getting around me joke as well. I'm glad that, that I can bring a bit of entertainment for uh, the, <laughs> the joke. Absolutely. Travis Lubke, welcome, mate, for the second straight week. Love having you here. Coleman, definitely mm-hmm. a must-have after round two buy. I think we're on with you, mate. We'll talk about that yep. later. And Dunkley does look good. The buys just oh, yeah. scare me a little bit. Um, Cade Perkins, thoughts on Whitfield? Um, he, yeah, it was a weird one because he got a lot of the ball early and, like, you know, he was just doing normal Lockie Whitfield things. But he just didn't, like, he wasn't apparent. Like, it wasn't as Whitfield as we normally see. You know, he wasn't yep. sprinting up and down, getting the, from behind or anything like that. It was just a very – even though, in fairness, Sydney's pressure defense was fantastic. So I don't know if they were kind of locking it from Whitfield. But, yeah, he just – I know, he just didn't zing, but yeah. definitely still keeping an eye on him um, sure. in this in the practice match coming up. Yep. And our man, the myth, the legend, who will be back with us next week due to some <laughs> – <laughs> Internet issues. Footy's back soon. Yes, it yeah, is, brother. I'm missing you, Herbie. <laughs> Let's get into the next game. Carlton versus Geelong. So Carlton, 56 was defeated by Geelong, 73. First half got to 36 degrees. So the game slowed down yeah. after half time as the blokes looked noticeably tired. Mm-hmm. Tommy Stewart was quiet by his standards, 635K. But you know what? I'm okay with that. People yep. jump off him. He'll just make it more of a pod for – he was one of the first picked in my side and he'll stay there. I agree with that. He, you know, it's just he just wasn't doing what he normally does. But you know, they were still yeah. looking for him. They're still giving him the opportunities. He's going to be fine. Yep. 
Uh, Saad, talk to me about Saad because he burnt me hard last year. Oh. He, he was better, one of Carlton's better defenders with his early run of dash. Yeah, no, he uh, he was very, very good in the first, I'd say, two quarters. But as yep. I said, everyone started to, besides one player who I'm going to bring up, who played fantastic the whole game. Um, but Saab was really, really impressive early. He was running from behind. It was the big, long kicks like we're expecting. But he was also taking players on and burning them with his wheels. So okay. it was quite impressive. He also, too, to me, burnt me. But, you know, we can sit here and we can, like, everyone in the Supercoach community, they'll have an idea in their head of people that burnt them or anything like that. But sometimes we just got to look at what's mm-hmm. in front of us, and that's how people are playing. And Saad had an absolute cracker. So he's one to watch. Absolutely. Um, Mr. Newman down back for the Blues, played like he normally does, yep. quiet for him, yep. but nothing special. Cripps, tell me about Cripps. Ah, mate, he, he looked he looked good. He was in in and under. He was getting a lot of handballs out to his mates. He was setting up his uh, setting up his team. It was noticeable that he was trying to pick it up without Walsh there, and he had to get in there because Hewitt really wasn't. Um, so Cripps was being that in and under type trying to get yep. the handballs out and everything. And, okay. yeah, he, he looked good doing it. Question for you, mate. Yep. Do you think Walsh out, does this benefit Cripps? Cripps out? Uh, Walsh no, out Walsh out. Yes. 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 Okay. Cripps was doing more of what Walsh normally does. Walsh, like, you know, being the in and under and then also running out and keep on going. Cripps was doing mm-hmm. more of that. Um, but, again, it was early because it was fucking hot and everyone else looked Bloody fatigued after that. Yeah, okay. So, but he looked he looked good while he was doing it. Yep. Ollie Hollands, three hundred twenty-two oh. came mid, awkwardly priced, but he was easily best on ground for the Blues. Was running the oh, whole yeah. day and got a lot of the pill and got in all the right positions. Is this the man you wanted to talk about, it, mate? His game was unbelievable against Geelong. Okay. It was you would you would watch the ball go like you know down to Geelong's forward line or something like that off screen. Next thing you know, they'd zoom in and Ollie Hollands was there. And you're like, how the fuck did he just get there again? And then they'd kick it down to the Carlton's one. Ollie Hollands is there again. And it was like he was playing as an extra yeah, mid. Right. He okay. kept getting the ball. And then when the quick, like when a quick kick came out of the stoppage, Ollie Hollands would be the first person to get in the ball again. He played such a good game today. It really, really impressed me. I know he's in a very awkward price, but I don't like he was just everywhere. It was okay. very impressive game. Okay. That's good to hear. Another one yeah. that I've actually got my eye on that I didn't originally, but I went back and watched some footage of last year, and I think he's in for a big leap this year. Is Grind Myers? Oh yeah, talk to me, mate. Nah, that first half from Grind Myers, he was Geelong's best on quite easily. It was yeah. every single ball that would come to the half forward line would be to Grind. Grind would then tit it up. He was looking damaging inside fifty as well. He was also putting on pressure acts. Got a few tackles. He, um, yeah, he was very, very impressive, Grime Myers. And um, what is he? He's 451. So, yeah, I'm also kind of just having a close look. Yeah, because also, too, the other one around that price is Sam Flanders, and he also played a very good game against Brisbane. So So if you had to pick Sam Flanders, Jeremy Cameron, or Grime Myers, who are you picking? See, that's the thing. They're all on my watch list, but I'm waiting until the preseason game next week, and I'm going to see how that goes. Because, But they are all very much there in contention because there was some very impressive shit going on. Global's just uh, thrown us a name that I don't have in my notes, but you did watch the game. Jack Bowes or Jack Bowes. Yes. So this is one that I was uh, contemplating with how – I think the CBAs, because this is the thing with the Global. We know Guthrie's down now. Uh, poor, poor Guthrie going down with the, with it the is quad. Quad, yep. Yep, 
quad um, eight seconds in. That absolutely sucks. We know he was going to be the inside guy. Mm. So Bose, yes, theoretically, if he does go into those CBAs. But you know who else was in those CBAs and looked pretty good? Tanner Bruin. Also, too, Max Holmes looked really good, but he was moved everywhere. He was wing, half back, half forward, center. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be – I reckon it's going to be one of the oh, – or um, Tommy Atkins. I reckon it's going to be one of those three. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I'm not fully in on bows yet, but it's definitely one to be keeping out for as well. Uh, and yeah, it is sad to see Cam Guthrie go down, but you've touched on Maxi Holmes, Tanner Braun, yep. and the fact that it was a very contested game and that players got fatigued pretty early on. Yeah. Um, we've got a bloke who's commented multiple times in the chat, so <laughs> I think he deserves a shout out. Our friend Cameron Young, the number yeah. one New York Knicks supporter in Australia, the GOAT, <laughs> the lock. Is he talking about the Zinger box or is he talking about? Yeah, I've also got this in me notes. I don't want to call him Colonel Sanders. I want to call him the Zinger. Riley Saunders. Riley oh. Saunders. <laughs> he, he is sex, but we'll talk about him later. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. He's, uh, yeah, I want to call him the Zinger. Let's. Yep, let's trademark it. That's ours. Perfect. The Zinger Vox, Colonel Sanders. Yep. Um, also, just first. with this game uh, as well with the um, the Carlton-Geelong game, yeah. Um, yeah. Sam De played so goddamn well on um, Kerno and Mackay early. I, he was just so bloody good. And can't, yeah, he's not going to be any good for a super coach, but, yeah, he was so locked down. Kerno only kicked one goal for the game, and that came mm-hmm. right in the last quarter. Mm-hmm. Um Harry Mackay was uh, pinch hitting ruck. Um, he he had took the a couple of again, marks. didn't he? Oh mate, he fucking oath he did. He had some absolute stinkers on goal. I think his first hey. three went out of bounds on the full, yeah. almost hit the point post, kicked one from about th- uh, from about forty out. That was impressive. I reckon Jordan Russell, the new. Carlton uh, forward coach, he's got to have the most pressure on his shoulders this year because they're just sitting there going, "Oi, help Harry out with his goal kicking." I'm, what do you want me to do? I'm, I'm trying. I'm so, trying. So, he just can't kick. <laughs> tell me, mate, who you're a Kangaroos man? Which brother's yes. the better kick? Oh Jesus! <laughs> well, Harry at least kicks the ball, so I've got to say Harry. Okay, maybe. Give me some. Ben hope, had mate. one good kick today. Give me some hope. <laughs> Let's yeah, move on. Yeah. Yeah. Brisbane versus Gold Coast. So three-quarter time, the Suns put the VFL squad out there, but it was yep. 74-42. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk about my man that we brought up yep. weeks and weeks ago when we found out, when we were told that this guy was going to be rotating across halfback, we copped a little bit of shit. That's okay. <laughs> but now that people have actually seen that this guy can use the ball, they're like, oh, we've got to get him in. Yep. Sexton. Please, 133K. <laughs> Mate, how good do you look? Uh, mate, yeah, he was he was sensational, and I didn't realize he was that quick. That, yeah. that was the thing that surprised me. I was like, yeah. okay, I know he's a good goal sneak, and I know he can have a good shoe, but he was deceptively quick off the mark, and he showed it a few times, and yep. yeah, used the ball well. And they were looking for him as well for those like from the handballs mm-hmm. behind. Yep, there's a reason why he was there's on the back reason, page of the Gold Coast. There's a reason <laughs> why he's down there. Yep. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you're looking for a nice little cheap rookie pick in your front half. He's not going to be the Charlie Constable of last year. He no. he will be carving out a role down here. Yes. Very confident. And he's in my side and he's starting on the ground. 
Mine too. Heavy mid-rotation for the Suns with Anderson, Real, Took, Ainsworth, Fiorini, Swallow, Humphrey, mm-hmm. and Flanders all getting a good crack in there. Yep. Dunkley, he is that good, isn't he? Oh, bloody oath he is, mate. Look, he, I'm going to say it now, Dunkley is in my team. Um, as you all know that those last two games last year when they put the queue in the rack, before that mm-hmm. he was averaging 120, which would have netted him second for the year, um, yeah. aside from Libba's 20 where he got knocked out. But either way, um, but Dunkley looked amazing in this. He was handballs everywhere. It was beautiful kicks. It was in and under. He was tackling everyone. Yeah, nah. It's big time dunks for me. We've got, we got Cam in the chat again. Um, stuff that bloke. Ex-Bulldogs. Gun won a premiership at the Bulldogs. <laughs> and probably before long, we'll win a premiership at Brisbane. They're, they're primed and ready to contest this year again. Yep, so, absolutely. Charlie Cameron, he took oh. the absolute PI double five, kicking five in the first mm-hmm. half. Did he do much else? No, nah, not really. But they were they were done by then. He sat for most of the like after he kicked his fifth, they um, they sat him for most of the rest of the second. And then he was on for a little bit, did a little bit here and there. But yeah, mate, he was he was electrifying at the start. It's just yeah, room room. They even had the country roads playing as well after about his third. <laughs> it was oh, fantastic. It's delicious, he's, isn't it? I love when they get pushing. rushing about. <laughs> mate, he, he got a free kick against um, Bodie Uland. And he's yeah, yeah. Max his match turns around and shoves him. And he's just like, oh. come on. <laughs> for one, he's 19. For two, this is a pracky match. But yeah. that's Charlie. Up, <laughs> yeah, but that's that Queensland rivalry that they've got going up there. And yeah, like I anticipate Gold Coast are going to give the finals a bit of a shake this year. They're they're pretty prime with oh. the list that they've got now that they've oh. they're looking pretty nice. Do you want another bolt Kitty... bet on that? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Kitty Coleman, 398k, having yeah. a lot of runoff half back, plenty of the ball yeah. too. Tricky nah. by but mm-hmm. I'm considering him. Mate, he looked bloody good. And mm-hmm. he was – imagine um, imagine what Daniel Rich used to do for Brisbane, but not just bombing it 50, 60 yeah. metres every single time. He's, yeah, he he's, laces them out. He's good. Oh, yeah, his kick work is very, very nice. And also, too, he looked like he was running at about 80% when he got the mm-hmm. ball. He, just, he had people behind him. He didn't give a shit. He was just he, like, oh, I'm just going to – yep, carry on. He looked fantastic. He's one of those players that just glides, isn't he? Like, he yeah. looks really nice. Yeah. Um, a couple, couple of people in the chat. Um, is uh, Badarik worth a shout? Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I don't it's, think so. Yeah, because, and I'll tell you why. Because yeah, you have pal. You'll have mm-hmm. Flan, uh, not Flanders. You'll have Sexton. Um, yep. And then and you're going to have more. Weller. Weller, that's the one. So, I don't think so. Global. I think no. just steer clear. I think Sexton's your shout down there. Yep. He um, also just 
Sorry, just quickly yeah. on that. Uh, Sexton yeah. was getting majority of like the handball receives and then um, the kick out, the kickbacks. While Butterick, he did play well and he had some good moments, but he also was playing a bit more of a, a defensive role on like Raynar and McCluggage yeah. and whoever was half forward. Yeah. So put, that put was it this one way: Sexton, think Jaden Short from Richmond. Would I be yes. right? Yes. There you go. Amy Satchel, thanks for the work, guys. No worries. Thank you for joining me. Like and subscribe. Join the Discord. Chat footy all season long. Exactly what I love doing. Mitts 2K. Mitts, one of the best 2K players in Australia. Let's go. Yes, sir, mate. <laughs> yes, sir. And <laughs> Justin Herbert, Gold Coast Suns are going to be our major sponsor soon. We're aiming, <laughs> high. we're, we're aiming higher, mate. You're <laughs> <laughs> um, <They're> all right. <laughs> let's... Before we continue on, mate, Harris Andrews looked pretty good, 497K, oh, yeah. just interceptions galore. But we've yeah. seen when teams put work into mm-hmm. him, don't get trapped by him because a bit like Sicily, when um, teams cotton on and start tagging him, Sicily, then their points production goes right down. So yep. just be wary. Yep. Flanders, he just, he played well. Yeah. Uh, Flanders, 494K, and Anderson, 586K. Real standouts in the Gold Coast mids and outside ball users alongside mm-hmm. Rao, would you say? Yep. Rao looked pretty nice too. Yeah, uh, Rao and Took, yep. Yep. Humphrey, yep. 331K, didn't do much. I think Dusty Martin light, but remember when Dusty, early in his career, it took him two or three years to get going? That's this guy. That's Mark, what I'll tell I you say. what. He's, it took me a while to fucking figure out who he was too because I, he started the game in the guts. And I'm like, yep. 19. I'm like, I think that's Humphrey. But he doesn't have the long hair anymore. And he's, he's not it. like – he's now got he's not, like – He's not chubby anymore too, is he? No, no. He's now filled out and he's also got yeah. an arm sleeve. And I'm like, he's turned from hello, sir, to I'm fucking daddy cunt. Like, yeah, I, I'm he's, the he's filled out. <laughs> And for those of you playing at home, yes, that we do drop <laughs> F-bombs and C-bombs occasionally. So, I'm just calling him mate. Yeah, mate. <laughs> it is a term of endearment here in Australia. Thank you very it much. Is. Yes. Uh, Kay Perkins in the chat. Who would you say are locks in your defense? The only locks I have at the moment are Dacos, Stewart, Sheasel. Mm, I am also the same unless I have – oh. I, I'm pretty confident with Gibkiss as well from yeah, oh, Richmond. Oh, and yeah. Caulfield after yep. what Caulfield did today. If he gets yep. a spot, oh, yeah. But, Cade, tune in next week, mate. We'll put it on the socials. We will be yep. releasing our teams prior to round zero. Mm-hmm. Our next game or our next lot of practice matches are going to be brought to you by our friends or our friend, sorry, Ryan from Astute Newstead. Are you Very wanting nice. to buy your first home or even an investment property and don't know how? Are you the current owner? of a house or mortgage with an interest rate over 6.2%, we at Insight Fantasy Sports can guarantee you that Ryan can get you a better deal. Best yep. part is he'll do it for free. All you need to do is mention our name and the work's done. You yep. can contact him at ryanh at eganwealth.com.au on Facebook and Instagram at Hammond, S-H-L underscore astute or his phone number 0431 784 There's that delicious looking moustache one more time. Mm-hmm. Western Bulldogs versus Hawthorne, mate. Western Bulldogs 108, Hawthorne 83. I'm going to let you start us off by talking about the Zinger box, mate. Go your hardest. Yeah, okay, look, I'm so in on the Zinger. He he is going to be such a good player for so many years, and the Dogs have got an absolute ripper in that one. It's just going to be 
if they can give him the time in the midfield, we know there's Bond, we know there's Libba, we know there's Trelaw, we know there's uh, um, McRae, Daniel. Like, yeah, they've got a lot that can go through there. But, geez, he looked good. He looked very good. He was mm-hmm. taking on tackles. He was getting the arms free. He was getting the handballs away. Yeah. He has such a good kick too. Yeah, and nah, I'm mm-hmm. um, yeah, really high on uh, on the zinger. Sorry, I just want to touch on this. So you're not worried about Dacos's schedule and the buy? Long story short, mate, no. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to get him in at one stage if you want to win the prize, mate. I'm basing yep. my team now to start with as many decent primos and with my chance at winning the top score or the, the best score for the year as I can, mate. Mm-hmm. So uh, Weddle, Frost, Grimshaw and Sis getting lots of it early by chipping side yeah. to side with each other. So while that might amount to a lot of disposals, it does not mm-hmm. amount to huge super course, super coach scores, am I Correct. right? Yep, absolutely. But um, as much of their chip bullshit kicking that they did, Weddle genuinely looked good as well when doing it. He okay. was trying to actually – he was probably the last – uh, he was the last line of it, and then he'd start to shoot off and actually go down. And he actually played a really good game, Josh Weddle. Yeah, good. Um, Caleb Daniel, 520K, lively early, played through the middle yep. and off half back, mate. Looks nice. Yep. Yep. Looks very nice. And uh, I know there was a lot of talk that he might go forward, but it, he didn't uh, today. Way. So that's why we wait for tomorrow. Also, just a pre- uh, prevent, prevents, whatever the word is, um, yeah. <laughs> just a heads up. Yeah, the dogs. Uh, yeah. They split their team basically in half for this. So the main players that didn't play for the dogs that normally would was like English Bont, McRae, uh, Trelaw, um, Waitman, Jamara, mm-hmm. Keith, and someone yep. else. So there's a lot of shuffling that can still go on on this dog side. That's why we got to watch next week. But Daniel looked good. What he was doing, he took the foot off the gas a little bit, probably around the third. But mm-hmm. he still was uh he was still looking pretty good. Nice. Copfield 123k. Ooh, Both of us geez. really liked his run out of defense, didn't didn't we? Mate, he was taking intercept marks too. And I mm-hmm. at some point I was like, shit, I thought he was a lot smaller than yeah. he actually was, but he, he played a lot bigger as well. And he was lacing yeah. him. It was yep. very impressive. Yep. There was someone in the chat I can't remember a couple of weeks ago because we haven't heard much about how Nick Caulfield was tracking and he's been a little bit quieter, I guess, in practice matches, but uh, we can confirm that he does look good and that we believe that he will be in the best 23 come round one. Yep. Uh, Sicily, we've touched on him, 637K kick-ins. Yep. I don't I don't think he's going to score this well with the no. uh, major backs going down, mate. I think he's got to be more accountable, as we saw. And Hawthorne just don't have the manpower to match up. Like, if you're relying on old mate Frost that – if you're clapping and cheering, if the ball leaves his hand and ends up hitting his foot and goes straight, <laughs> you know, it's that, that's not a win. So, yeah. and it was Frost uh, as well. He was the one that started fullback yep. down there as yep. well. He actually took a couple of good intercept marks in fairness to him, but yeah. What, is that because it bounced good. off his nose first or? Uh, it, 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 was a, it was a great kick straight to him, but okay. then also to, he was also playing against Rory Lobb and need I say more? Rory Lobb. <laughs> hey, um, a couple of comments, a couple of comments in the chat that I'll bring up with you, mate. Surely losing yeah, mate. Smith from Lockie Brook, who's a frequent viewer of the show. G'day, Lockie, hey, old man Chooker, great bloke. Oh, um, will it free up Daniel possibly? Yes, but I think it's going to benefit our Colonel a little bit more. Yep, I agree. Smith was playing more um, half forward flank and wing last year with a little bit in the guts. So, but they have so many midfielders that it doesn't really matter. 
yeah, I agree. I think the Colonel goes to that wing and uh, Ed Richards gets a bit more job security on that cool. wing. No, sorry, um, Oscar Baker. Sorry, Baker. Oscar Baker. Someone else. Yep. Yeah, yeah, the wrong um, ranger. I was hoping this man wouldn't get bought up. But talk hey, to me. Mick, talk I didn't to want me. to put anything in the notes, but what he it? actually generally, he genuinely played pretty fucking well for the first half. Uh, really? And I can't even lie. Yeah, he got a fair amount. I reckon he would have had probably 12 disposals first half, and I don't yep. think he... I don't think he stuffed one kick up as yep. JJ always does. There was not a lot of defensive running back, but the run from behind was nice. Do you think he starts round zero? I'm putting it on you right oh, now. Ah, uh, shit. Who didn't they have? Da- uh, Richards, Bailey Dale. Mm, it's tight. I reckon it's very tight. Probably not. At 420K, I think he is. Yeah, Too risky. Yeah. Oh, I, I, either if, he, if he's starting, I'm still not bringing him in. But it was impressive what he did. Talk to me about Darcy. He looked really good. Sam Darcy did look very good. And mm. if you watch, he's filled uh, out. Like he, he, he has big. filled out. Do you know the most impressive thing to me about Darcy was that he's he was kicking on both feet for a bloke that size, and he was lacing him on his left as well. And I was mm-hmm. very very impressed with that. He was taking good marks. He looked really good in the ruck, actually. In fairness, against um big big fucker. What's his name? Uh, uh, Meek. Um, there's when Meek. Meek. And then there's Ned Reeves. Yeah. Ned, Ned Reeves, yeah. Ned, Ned Reeves is the massive, massive one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's like playing six foot hundred. Yeah, yeah. He was playing really well against him actually in the ruck. So I, I, I said if uh, English goes down, Darcy's going to be full ruck, and he's going to really, really impress people because he looks really good. My, uh, well, at, to me, I'm looking at having him at F8 at the moment. I think there's a role yeah. there for him that the Western Bulldogs are going to utilize. Um, Ginevan, 294k started well. Ooh. Don't don't do it to yourself. No, no, Mikkel, Mikkel, hang on yeah. a second. Okay. I th- I thought this too, but I think it was the third quarter. They genuinely started looking for him on the half-forward flank. And the most impressive thing, he was actually um, taking marks from the kick-ins from Bulldogs behind. He was actually the guy that was going down to the half-back flank and taking marks and then being the next kick. He was putting in a shitload of effort and he had some really, really good plays and actually looked really nice in the second half of the game. And I don't want to do it to myself. That's, but that's I'm kind of watching next week because the effort he was providing really yeah. impressed me. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> it might have to be a bolted uh, bet in that one too if you go that way. But watch, watch this space. We'll see how we go. Um, John Newcomb had three touches and two turnovers in the first quarter. Looked a lot better yep. in the second, but yep. again, it's a practice match. Let's wait for next week on him. Libar 648K was oh. everywhere and was perhaps oh. one of the best on ground. No, no, no. Wasn't perhaps. He was, and he knew he was. He took the piss out of everyone. Okay, good. No one could catch him. Tell me about Harms. I, I've been talking about him a little bit this preseason and watched yep. a little bit of this game, and I, I still think that he can be really relevant in that doggy side. So... He played, he started mid, he started yep. at the center bounce. Um, he played there a fair amount. I couldn't, re- I think he had a bit of time on the wing in fairness. Um, he was quiet for the second quarter because the whole dog's outfit was quiet in the second quarter and they steamrolled him in every other one. Kicked a good goal from 50 as well, had a couple of good fend offs, some good tackles as well. So that was interesting. I just don't know if he, he just won't get into the midfield, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. unless he's you know. Maybe he's a rotation. Mid- he's a rotation yeah. piece. He could be an extra midfield point from yep. like the half wood flank or the wing or something like that. So yeah. I I can definitely see that he'll start against teams that need you need someone to tag against. 
because you've got yeah. your libbers, you've got your but true law, you've got your bonds and penalty, so you've got your your in and unders, you've got your outside class. They probably yeah. just lack a stopper. And he's mm-hmm. shown in the past that he can be that stopper. So I can envision him playing off a half-forward flank and then as soon as the centre bounces are done, playing as that high forward mid. So rotating up around the, the midfield, rotating around um, clearances, going to a mm-hmm. man and perhaps getting more pill that way. So there's definitely big scope for him to score well there. We'll move through these next ones a bit quicker. <laughs> Can't um, what's that? Uh, lob starts in your team, yeah, Skitty. Yeah, no, nah, he's a cunt. Do you reckon? Do you reckon <laughs> there's perhaps a chance, albeit a small chance, that okay. Darcy starts in the team over Lob? I'd like to see it. I just don't know if they will do it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, shit. If I was Beveridge, I would. But mm. I just don't think they'll actually they'll actually do it. Yep. Uh, Hardwick, 481k, Ford is working well. Mm. Two goals and using his body well for contested marks and spacing, but still too much for that role. Too much, yep. Liam Jones, 327k, look really strong down back. Intercept marks and strong grabs against Lewis. Probably just too awkwardly priced. Too awkwardly priced. Husswaite look good. 180k, they are raving about him. CBAs as well, uh, tackles galore. He yep. really, really applied pressure to the dog's midfield. In fairness to him, it was a bit hard for him because he was trying to catch Libba and yep. Libba was literally just taking the piss. But other than that, he played well. Yep. So, um, yeah. For, for those that are in the chat, Global, uh, Travis, Lubke, I want you guys mm. to tell us, if you had to mm. choose Hustwaite or McKenzie, who would you mm. choose? Because for me, I believe that... McKenzie did this last year. He pumped down an 80, and then I believe it was 100 in the two yeah. practice matches in the preseason. We all chose him because it was at a oh, – we, we didn't all choose him, but he was at about 46 or 47% from memory, people that mm-hmm. chose him, and then averaged 60 for the year and sort of burnt us yeah. a little bit because he didn't score that well at the start of the year. So which way would you be going, guys? The thing that I say about McKenzie as well is that he's at that 270 price range when the people around that price range is five. Jordan um, yep. and and Harms. Ginevan. Like, Ginevan, yep, yep. So, <laughs> hey, you never know. <laughs> you never know. Hey, he, we don't have to hate him anymore. He doesn't play for Collingwood, remember? <laughs> um, how many beers you had? Uh, a couple. <laughs> a couple. <All> right. <laughs> um, if, if English ever goes down with injury, Sam Darcy is a must. He did look unreal in the ruck. He kicked three goals for the day using the ball off each foot. And I know I'm an Essendon man, but another one that can use the ball off each foot is our man, Reed. And a great segue into St. Kilda v. Essendon. So yes. for us Essendon supporters, nothing's changed. We get belted. So what? 40 <laughs> to 106. But I'll tell you what, Saints come out as if this was round one. Okay. Like they were just pummeling in at the contest. And oh, yeah. I was disappointed for all of about 60 seconds because you could see that they had turned up to play and Essendon was mm-hmm. just trying to play to a structure. Yeah. And it kind of didn't work because mm. they were just boom, boom, boom in at the contest yep. and just going nuts. But anyway, yep. um, Parrish just let over 600K. Just, hey? Let us just say before like we start going into all this stuff, it, people may say, look, there's a little bit Essendon less kind of, thing in here, but that's because St Kilda literally controlled the ball yep. for the first half and Essendon didn't get anywhere near it. It was yep. literally like they were just chipping, 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 chipping goal. And then in fairness to Essendon, they 
played very, very well at the stoppages. Goldstein was good in the ruck. They mm. had first touch of the footy, but then as soon as it went into their forward line, there were a bunch of headless chooks running around and Dougal absolutely killed them, same as Wilkie, I, and it was and battle as well. I challenge anyone to go back and see any Ross Lyon coach team mm. and check what their record is up until round seven of any one yep. year. And mm-hmm. I think you'll find that they are five and two, six and mm-hmm. one. Like they are switched on from now. Yep. And it's not until round eight, round nine, round ten that they start losing games of footy. So um yeah. Global yep. in the chat, we are so shit horse. I still think that we're <laughs> a shot at playing finals, mate. I didn't say we're gonna win one, but we've got a list that can compete. I wouldn't read too much into this global. So Parish six hundred K, he had a lot of the ball as he normally does. I'm still sticking with him for now. Jack Steele, 534K, started okay in the middle with Win Hager, who came off with an injury, injured his hand, scans to come yep. back. Uh, Philip, who 287K yes. through the middle versus yes. Parish Merritt and Durham, which is probably why Essendon were winning a fair bit of the ball out of the middle and then just um, shitting the bed, so to speak, when we're going yep. forward of centre. Um, Darcy Wilson, you want to talk about Mr. Wilson? Yeah, 130K. Uh, is he mid or forward? Actually, I think he's both. Now, he's both. Is, Dual he's position. Both, yes. Um, he played like an okay first quarter, but the way he gets over the, like all around the ground is fantastic. His run is yep. amazing. His speed is exceptional. There was mm-hmm. one point where he literally, Laverde was on the mark and he just ran past him. He's just like, yep. I don't need this shit. Um, and then later in the game, he really did start to come into his own a little bit and started being a bit more of a um, running pass kind of player. And he actually has good hands but- on him as well. Yeah, he does. For those of you that watched the rookie episode that we dropped about a week and a half ago, we brought mm-hmm. up the fact that he is a time trial king. He does yep. run really well. He, his change of speed's really good. He's got a good balance yep. between his endurance and his top end speed, but he also uses the ball well. So I, I yep. believe that he will be one that will be starting round one for St. Kilda. Yep. He's I a agree. little bit more elevated at 130K, but I think it's worth it if you're going to have a yep. playing rookie like him. Mm-hmm. Nick Martin, oh, he was mate. being force fed. Beautiful kick of the footy. And before people start, oh, he chopped and he chopped the ball and he, he turned the ball over. Yeah, he turned the ball over seven times. Yeah, the wind was blowing like a whatever you want to say, like they were playing next to a bloody windmill farm. But mm-hmm. 20 of his 28 touches on mm-hmm. a day like that hit the target and were effective. Yep. Yep. The run from behind was exceptional. Yep. They you they are using him yep. like a cost like a shield. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Sheasel. That it was, yeah, and he, I thought he played absolutely unbelievably well, and he mm-hmm. was probably the best for Essendon, maybe alongside Parish. Yep, I think so too. And I don't mind, like for me personally, if people want to go out and go, oh well, he's turning the ball over, he may not make too much money, yada yada yada. He only needs to average one hundred and six by my calculations to make him a top six defender by the end of the year. If he yep. continues with this role, he will be mid-defender eligible yep. and he will comfortably average that if the weekend was anything to go by. Yep. Yep. I couldn't agree more. I know there was no Ridley, but um, that, that's they, were okay. looking, they were looking for him over Red Dog anyway. Yep. So, yep. Yeah. so I, I envision um, as an Essendon man, and I'm no harder on them, I get excited when they win, but very critical of them at the same time. So we'll have uh, Redmond as a running defender. We'll have Mardo or Nick Martin as the user out of the back line, similar to Sheasel, probably not mm-hmm. quite as good because Sheasel is king. And then you've mm-hmm. got Ridley, who's going to be the second or third man up. 
depending mm-hmm. on how they're going to structure their back line. And McKay will go to every big down there. That's basically their core four down there. Let and me just Jake remind. Kelly, yeah, yeah Jake, Jake Kelly will go and tag the small forward and he doesn't use yep. the ball well either. So you think yep. Mackay doesn't use the ball well. Kelly yep. doesn't use the ball well. Yep. They're going to look to get the ball in Mardo's hands as much yep. as they can. And it happened numerous times where Mackay uh, took the mark and looked straight for Martin, handballed it straight to him and sometimes straight to Tim Embry. But that's yep. okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Wanganin Malera, 475k. Oh. Yeah. I, w- I want to, before you touch on these guys, there's yep. been a little bit of uh, commentary around Bonner, 284k as well, yeah. working together off a half back. Where do you see Sinclair popping into all of that? Who misses yeah, out? Yeah, that's the thing. It's definitely Bonner um, that yep. misses out, not not Wangaline, not Wangaline Malera, but Bonner played such a good game as well off halfback today, and his yep. ball was very, very good. Kicked the beauty of a goal too. But, yeah, I think Sinclair really impacts Bonner unless they throw Sinclair into the guts. Yeah, which I can't see happening. Oh, they did a little right. bit. Yeah, but they played a little bit of it last year. They tried it. I mean, they were losing yep. anyway, so he gives a shit. But Wanganin, Malera, and Sinclair are both the ball users in the yep. back half of Sankula. Yeah, but geez, Wanganin Malera looked f- like so good against Essendon. Um, his run, his kicking, it, like his marking ability, they were looking for him as well. They they were trusting him so much, and he looked fantastic. To be fair, Essendon was shit too. That is fair too. Did you see the preseason <laughs> ladder that they brought out today? It had kangaroos in the top four. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what did I say? We have to. We're not worrying about it or anything like that. But you congratulations. Know, we we just beat the flag. Fat, uh, the yep. Last year's and, and you know what? Essendon bottom. Hey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Filippo, two hundred eighty-seven k, just awkwardly priced, getting a few centre bounce attendances, but nothing just yet. He will be good yeah. in the future, though. Um, Marshall, six hundred thirty-nine k, was taking marks all over the ground, but Goldie got the better hand in the ruck. Uh, Zardis, two hundred and forty-five k, has been okay. Um, he looked good. Yeah, he needs yeah. to clean up his disposal. If his disposal is good, then he'll be one to look to bring yeah. in. There is one that you saw that you really like the looks of that I want you to talk about, yeah. mate. Hugo Garcia. Hugo Garcia. Hugo Garcia. I, here's the thing. I did the research. He was a pick. I think he was 50th or he was in the 50s for St. Kilda yep. last year. And mm-hmm. I looked at it and he was in the centre bounces. He went to about after Windhager went down. He was in about eight in a row. And I'm like, who the hell is this bloke? Number 34 yep. running around. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's Hugo Garcia. Kicked a beauty of a goal. He was trying to tackle everyone. He didn't make all of them stick. But he was in and under. He was putting his body in there. He was getting a few yep. handballs out. He looked all right. And the thing about this game is that the Bombers and the Saints both played their best 24 available which means that he's at least around the mark. And it being yep. at 117K mid-forward, it's definitely something to keep notice of when you're going into these future rounds or even, you know, let's say round five or something like that, you need a downgrade and he's starting to get a game. You go, okay, this guy is actually being trusted by Ross Lyon to play on the ball. Do you know who this reminds me a little bit of? Who's that? A Chandler from Melbourne last year. Yeah. Yeah, it's got a bit of Kate about it. Mm-hmm. And he looked 100%. good. Like he was, he was taking, he was taking the uh, pill by the balls, and uh, he ran with it for a while. Then, um, yeah, he looked good. Good, mate. We'll move on because I know people are dying to hear about Fremantle West Coast. So let's touch on it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so Freo fourteen fourteen ninety eight defeated West Coast. Fuck all. 
Um, yep. Caleb Sarong, 621K mid. This man took the absolute PI double five oh. out of the Eagles on oh, first. Yeah. Had around 15 touches in the first quarter. Uh, so Sarong, Fife and Brayshaw, who's sitting at 600K, handled most of the centre bounce attendances and Sarong got it on most occasions. Oh, yeah. I'm not just I'm just not tempted. He's in my side <laughs> at the moment. He's, uh, I watched that and I went, shit, he's in mine too. Because the thing that they yeah. did was Darcy and him have such a good connection. Darcy was just feeding it down his throat. And then the thing that I saw most impressive was if they didn't go to Darcy, if they went to either Brayshaw or Fife, they were looking for Sarong, who was then rapping instantly. And it's like every single center bounds clearance, it went straight to Sarong. Mm-hmm. I know Darcy's not going to dominate everyone in like he did to Bailey Williams in the ruck, but that was just super impressive by Sarong. Yeah. Uh, five. Mm. Now, this is a main reason why I want to talk about this game. 283K was fantastic yep. and played out the whole time and mostly in the midfield. Yep. Are you ballsy enough to want to pick him? Yep. You going to pick him? <laughs> yeah, I'm picking him. You know what? I'm not. <laughs> okay. That's fair enough. We can have a difference of opinion on that. We can, but and I love that. I know I know. there is a very, very real chance that mm-hmm. Fife won't be able to string three games together in a row. Yeah. I'm very, very well aware of that. But the way that the rest of my team is being built. Structured. I need so- yep. Structured, yep. Um, I feel like it's just so much ability that he has where he can get these big scores. Mm-hmm. And his body's holding right. He's in the he's in the midfield as well. He is. He played out the game. He's taken bumps. He's getting in and under. He's flying for balls like he used to. It's it's like looking at almost the old Fifey. And it's that price is it's not like I'm going at like, you know, Yo's price at like 470. You know, this is mm-hmm. not a massive price to pay. No. That's why I'm just going, yep, I'm if it, if he misses one game in round three or something like that, and then they bring him out the next the next round as well, by all means. It, if you look at it as well, Mick, it's basically like Cena's opening round is happening and we don't have those scores. All those players that play in open round play one less game than every other player, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's basically like, you know, if he misses one game early, it's pretty much like the equivalent of having, well, it's not the equivalent of having Dacos or anything like that, but it's, you know, one of the opening round players as well around that price that you're having that gamble on. So I've still got that buffer. As well, I've got a round buffer if he does if he makes it through and they give him one week's off rest. It's the same thing. Yeah, good. Mm-hmm. I hope you have to agree with me. You. Thanks, mate. I appreciate. No, no, no. It. I, I do. <laughs> I do agree with you to an extent. Yeah, we'll we'll touch on that after next week's practice. Yeah, hundred percent. Let because me see you get through this practice match first, ladies, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We have confirmation that. Next week's practice matches are going to be covered by champion data. So we will have super coach points that we can bring out to the community as they happen. Fantastic. Darcy played predominantly ruck with Jackson relieving and mm. playing forward. We're both now fading Jackson because we all knew yes, to no. start with, if Darcy's in, then it's yep. very limited for Jackson, isn't it? The price is too much to pay for yeah. Jackson just being a pure forward. It's, it's mm. a no-no for me now. Yeah. Brayshaw was solid, but if you had to yep. choose between him and Sarong, I'm going Sarong. Yep, 100%. I'm definitely yep. leaning Sarong. Uh, Young was the first man not named Brayshaw, Sarong, Fife, or Darcy in the middle and played okay. You can see the potential in him, and if Fife misses time, he will be the man to slide straight in. Tell yep. me about Yagro Mira. What was he doing? And Matthew Johnson. I want to know in, about those two. 
in fairness, Johnson, actually, Johnson played quite a good, I think it was second quarter. He looked pretty strong, and I'm pretty sure he's playing half back um, or wing, but he was definitely only on the closest side of the ground, and he, he actually looked pretty good doing it. Jaeger, I did not see a lot of. Um, I think he was half forward flank or so, but he wasn't that, like, you know, he wasn't very predominant. He was in yeah. the center bounces a little bit, but, again, they mainly went um, with Brayshaw, Sarong, and Fife for pretty much yeah, all okay. the first quarter, majority of the second, and then Young came in a little bit, and there was someone else, and I can't remember who it was. But Jaeger okay. was in there a little bit later. Okay. Let's talk about your man. Eladio! Mate, is he game at your start of the game team? Guts. <laughs> no, he's not my team. I've, oh, I've you're taking him out. Oh, okay, yeah. lovely. He was, he was in the guts and looked like the Elliot Yo of old, getting right in yep. the, of the packs. We all know he's an injury risk, but he has most certainly been one of the Eagles, better Eagles, sorry, this preseason. Mm-hmm. It's tough. I've seen some teams getting around where there's like Yo, there's Taylor Adams, there's mm. Fife, and yep. it, it's just it's just a recipe for disaster. That worries me. <laughs> yeah, and I, I just can't do it to myself. See, that's the difference, but like, because Yo's price is higher than mm-hmm. Fives, and Yo did like you know he looked good when he was there. He was starting the yep. center bounces with Kelly and Reed, and mm-hmm. he was getting in and under. But yeah, I don't know, man. That those, yeah, yeah, those injuries scare the shit out of me. And since yeah, it's been know. so consistent over the last three years, mm-hmm. as much as I like yeah. it, no, no, um. Wait until next practice match, and we'll have more on that one. Yeah, Sean Darcy tore great. apart Williams in the ruck, even though it looked like he, he wasn't moving that yeah. well. But it yeah. is preseason, so we can give him a pass on that. But Williams now looks like the number one ruck because a big hammy to Matthew Flynn. I mm. believe it's a tendon injury, and he's done I for heard. up to 12 to 14 weeks. I hadn't heard the like the duration of how long, but I did hear as a tear in the hammy, which is a no-no yeah. at the uh, captain's run. Unfortunately, yep. So I think Jason Johannesson from a few years ago when he pinged yes. his hammy kicking from fifty out. That's mm-hmm. the that's the tendon. So that's yeah. where the tendon snaps off from your hamstring to your gluteus or your glutes in your ass. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had the surgery myself and it took me a good 12 to 14 weeks to start playing any kind of sport again. I know, believe it or not, that I'm not an, an elite athlete like these guys, but there is still a Anymore. fair bit of um, rehab that's got to go on there and strengthening <laughs> around the ass and the hamstring. Yep. So, yeah, yep. he, he might not be back till mid-season, but our pod, oh, not so much uh, a pod, but our loophole loop. player, Livingston. Uh, 102k ruck forward played in the ruck in the first quarter, and when Williams rested, he went and played in the ruck. Oh, and mate! This, this could head. this could blow up. Oh, I I couldn't believe it. Like yeah. I'm telling you, I saw. I think it was probably around the. Uh, I think it was around the eight minute mark or so, and I see big thirty nine go in there, and I'm like, oh no! And they go who, Levingston who the in the ruck. Like? Against Darcy, and I just went, Oh no. And I'll tell you what, there's a reason why he's worth 101. He looked <laughs> shit out. 
Oh, well, maybe it's okay. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's okay to be on our bench if he was that bad. But mate, yeah, but they're going to play him ruck. They don't have anyone else. That's the problem. They'll just go with Williams one out again, won't they? You reckon Williams and then maybe a bit of Oscar Allen pinch it? Yep. But they need Oscar Allen to go forward because they got no one else. That's, they're not going to kick goals anyway. It doesn't matter. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. what we're saying is please watch this space next week because yeah. that could potentially throw us into um, a bit of worry, I guess, with our yeah. loop options. We're still not going to go with Finbar Malley. There is a young kid by the name of Lachlan Rollinson who's 102K. Yes, West Coast. And we could go sideways to him and use him as a mid-forward loop if we needed to. He also uh, played Harley, He did. Harley <laughs> Reid, 208K. Yeah. Disappointing, but remember, this is a practice match. He was mm-hmm. playing on Fredericks and Walters, only eight touches for Reed. I'm not worried at all. No. So this guy, slightly. Harley Reed's never been a huge accumulator of the ball, but it's what he does with the ball that's special. He mm-hmm. may not be the elite, elite player this year, given that West Coast are going to be shit, mm-hmm. but in years to come, he's going to be the elite of the elite. So mm-hmm. watch this space next week. With yeah. Jimby's injury or Jimby's injury, he may go into oh. the midfield and play a game in the midfield. Poor Jimby. Mm. Yeah, For those of you out. that didn't see, concussion, uh, mm-hmm. undisclosed how long he'll be out for. Mm-hmm. Is there anyone else in this game that you want to touch on? Not really. I mean, Michael Walters played pretty well in fairness, but he's not super coach relevant. I just don't feel like, yeah, there was much more super coach wise to, to talk. Oh, Liam Ryan. Um, yeah, didn't look as. Liam Ryan as he normally does. It was uh, it was a very quiet game for him, um, okay. and someone else was taking the kick ins. Not all. It wasn't always Ryan. I think it wasn't Witherton. Oh, you're talking Fremantle. Yeah, Fremantle. Yeah, Witherton was taken from West Coast, but yeah. Um, yeah, there was someone else for Fremantle that was taking him, and I can't remember who it was now. Yeah, okay. they didn't jot it down unfortunately. But yeah, right. Yeah, Ryan was quite disappointing. But again. Just watch what happens next week. Yeah. It was against West Coast. That's that's the main thing about this Freo game. It was against West Coast. They all sucked. Yep. Uh, there's a comment in here. Good one from our mate Phil Unfiltered. Do you expect Reed to outperform Jimby as a super coach rookie? Yes. Is he talking about what Jimby did last year, or yes. is he talking about that's yes, how I'm? Then, yep. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe so. Um, Travis Lubke, is it wrong to have a mid-price forward line? No. I'm running with that as well. I also do too. (laughs) So my my forward line consists of one 494K midfielder from Gold Coast. I wonder who that is. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. And then I've got a Sydney mid-pricer, a Western Bulldogs mid-pricer, a Collingwood mid-pricer, and the rest are rookies. So I'm okay with it. Yeah, mine's roughly, I think mine's Freo, Dogs, Sydney, something along those lines. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, why didn't Jeremy Sharp play? Not uh, illness. I did illness read that he was crook, but he yep. was doing some running on the next oval mm-hmm. um, from where they were playing. Nothing to worry about here. Yep. Uh, they've been May. raving about him this preseason. He will be playing wing for Fremantle come round one. May not play next week either, though. So that's going to be a bit of a pain in the ass if he doesn't get up for it. Great, and the horse is just uh, just disconnected, but. That's always fun, isn't it, lads? That's just what happens. So I don't know if I should bullshit because we're already at the end of the show. Nah, he's back. <laughs> we had some technical I was keep going with... yeah. Lovely. I was going to keep right. going with like some of the other, um, some no. of the other questions. We had what, Justin. What I... Yeah. 
Justin with it. just asked, is um is his brother Machido pod on ball this year? And I didn't know. No, he played forward. Yeah. So yeah, don't like <laughs> that. But um with the practice matches starting on Tuesday. Be sure to like and follow us mm. on YouTube and X. Also, jump in our Discord. We will be discussing every discussing sorry every game <laughs> as it happens. The people are already raving about your solo skitty for all the six point eight seconds. There I thought go, I mate. did shit, but I appreciate the love, <laughs> mate. There, there is a couple of players that I want people to keep their eye out for, and there's mm. been some unconfirmed news getting around about some potential injuries. So, in okay. regards to your. Zach Williams from Carlton. Yes. Um, your Nankervis from Richmond and his foot, he's mm. not quite right by all reports. Mm. There's a few little injury whispers that are getting around that I want people to keep an eye out on because there are, especially with the Williams pick, it, it is very super coach relevant that we've seen him average yes. north of 100 before and that Carlton, we know what Voss is like. They're going to just be cautious to start the year and then hammer home what's left of the year after their buy. So if they're going to take a cautious approach, if he's got hamstring awareness, hot spots, whatever it is with hamstrings or his knee or whatever, they will rest him. So it's something to keep an eye out for. Watford yep. man in the chat, Simpson, Connor Simpson, or Cooper Simpson, sorry. Cooper Simpson, yeah. yeah he, number 29 for Fremantle. He's taken Matthew yeah. Pavlich's number. He popped up a fair things. few times. Yeah, he yeah. popped up a few times, but it wasn't like he was like everywhere and anywhere. You know what I mean? It was yeah. just you know he, he popped up a couple of couple of little nice pieces. So again, what Watford? I think no. he's potential to be a sub. That's oh, yeah, probably that's a good, a good yeah. way to put it. So he did some nice things, but he wasn't consistent by any means. And I think yeah. that they're going to roll around with Tommy M at 182k forward oh, to start hey. down there. He look he looks good. He actually was very impactful in the first quarter as well. Yeah. And I think it was there. I think I first five entrances into inside 50 and Tom Emmett had three shots on goal or so. Yeah, three shots on goal, kicked one and passed one off. Yep. Passed one off and, yeah, and missed the other one. So, yep. yeah, they, they actually looked for him inside and he looked actually pretty good. Yep. And we know that he scored a 64 and a 96 to finish last year. Yes. So there's definite... Um, super coach relevancy there. A couple more yeah. just in the chat, mate, before we finish off the evening. Thoughts on Massimo, Massimo Di Ambrosio mm. and Sarong Jr. from Hawks. I'm looking at Massimo. I haven't got him in at the moment, but yep. he did get 20-odd touches on the wing and a lot of them kicks yep. on the weekend. And so half, be nice. half back also. Yep. Uh, yep. Sarong Jr., not so sure. Yeah, he looked a bit uh, – he didn't look quite done yet. That was an undercooked chook, if you ask me. Yep. But um, that, sorry, just quickly yeah. on D'Ambrosio. He, um, I thought he played shit outs in the first quarter and he took a little while to come into his own. Mm -hmm. Then he went to halfback. He looked a lot more comfortable halfback wing kind of area and um, he started getting it more into the game later on. Yeah. Uh, David Morgan in the chat. Welcome, David. Zach Williams is the biggest traffic coach 2024. He has the F U C K E D me for the last two years. Never, <laughs> ever again. Mate, I'm I'm telling you, if the uh, hamstring awareness comes out and, and is true and he's missing come round yeah. zero, round one, it's very hard to pick someone awkwardly priced and you don't know what their one, their job security is like and what their body's doing. So mm -hmm. sharp out was illness, hundred dollar cash league, send you the details. What a fucking legend. Let's get him on board. Um, Ew, bloody join, join the Discord, which is below, mate. Send me a DM. I am the horse. 
I'll sort you out, brother. And Ian Carell, sharp out with illness. Spot on, yes. mate. So what we're going to do, uh, we're going to wrap up tonight's live. We do have Phil Unfiltered joining me in a pod, which will be dropped tomorrow. Phil has been involved, or not so much involved, but he's been to watch some GWS, some Sydney training runs. He's been watching games between Sydney and GWS. He has his finger on the pulse on all things to do with New South Wales teams. He's going to join me, and we're going to run through maybe some notes, some players that haven't been brought up, especially in the Vic media, that I think are pretty super coach worthy. So looking forward to digging in with Philly and having a bit of a chat about that. But before we leave, mate, anything else you'd like to bring up? No, nah, mate, that's uh, that's it for me. No, um, no I'm, I'm all I'm all joked and footied out for the day. So yeah. getting ready for Tuesday. We got Richmond Collingwood. Can never have can never have too much footy. For those of you that are still here, nine one double three five one. If you have not joined our unlimited league yet, nine one double three five one. It is free to join, and if you score the top prize each week you win an $80 prize pack thanks to the guys at the Standard Squeeze. Yeah. Yeah, sir. Anyway, on the horse, this is Skitty. Thank you for joining us tonight. This has been another episode of the Insight AFL podcast. See ya. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.